Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 76th episode of the Meeple Dungeon Podcast. As always, I am Rob. And I'm Anna Marie, and this episode is brought to you by Meeples and Milkshakes. You can find them in-store at 130 Westminster Avenue West, Penticton, BC, or online at meeples.ca. We are back after a little bit of a crazy month or so of... Um, Hockey and Normalcy. sickness and all sorts of stuff, and you can, uh, yeah, tell that we're still not a hundred percent, but no. we're we are here to record a really fun episode. I yeah. think this one. There's a lot of great stuff to talk about here. We've been, um, yeah, we've been trying to get this episode episode out for, for quite a while, while and yeah. but uh, here we are. So we've played the game that we're going to talk about later on quite a bit, and um, so we'll have a, a lot of great analysis for that game. I think, but. Um, yeah, let's start this one off with some new to the collection because we do have a lot of new stuff. Yes. Um, do you want to start with one? I do. Okay, what's I up? I want to start. I want to start with Earthborn Rangers. <laughs> so Earthborn Rangers finally arrived. Oh my gosh, I don't even know when we backed this. It f- it's I, been I a think, couple of years. I was going to say, I feel like it maybe feels Actually, can, longer than it has been. I will find out. But Okay, well you find out. We backed this game on Kickstarter a long time ago and I was super jazzed about it. Um, obviously the gameplay and the story and all of that um, was intriguing to me, but also... Um, they wanted to make this game kind of as environmentally friendly as they could, yep. like the actual production of the game and how they wanted to ship it. Not all of that went the way they were hoping. They they did have some bumps and things changed, but I do think that you know it's a it was a really good attempt, a really good first start, and I yeah, um, and it finally came, and I'm so excited. Uh, this one uh, designed by a lot of designers. It's got the Sadler brothers, so Adam and Brady Sadler, mm-hmm. Andrew Navarro, Andrew Fisher, and Brooks Flugar Levitt. Um, published by Earthborn Games this is the first game that they've published under that name. Yeah, and uh, yeah, art by Joe Banner and Evan Simonette. But I'm I'm so excited. This game, um, it's really neat because it's uh, all of all of the games that you that happen after like doomsday, right? Is the earth is going to end and we have to, you know, we have to leave the planet and go to, you know, somewhere else. This one, we actually did save the planet. They all like humanity. Yeah. Humanity banded together and with a like joint effort, you know, with technology and everything. And we did uh, save earth. And now we're in like a state of peace and it's a, a card game that you're just, and it's a cooperative, um, it's just continuous card An game. adventure game. Adventure game. Um, it's a narrative. Yep. And so it's continuous narrative and everything kind of plays off of what you do. So you could play a card and that would mean that, you know, a predator is going to come attack prey or, you know, so, or it starts to rain or like all these different, I'm just very excited. It's here. Yeah. And I'm very excited <clears throat> to play it. I've been waiting a long time for this game. We have been waiting a long and time because I just saw that we, we backed this in August of 2021. Yeah. So, so over two years, over two years for it to get here. I got razzed a lot because this one was a quite, a, quite <laughs> <It> pricey, <was laughs> crazy expensive for but, what it is. That's my biggest issue with this game is the price that, that came along with it. But I wanted to support what mm-hmm. they were going for, and I'm happy that I did it, and I'm super excited to play because I think the game looks awesome. Yeah, I think that they, you know, 
I think they overpromised though, um, with the things that they were trying to do. I don't so. think they overpromised. I think they were just made. Um, I don't know. I felt like it was unrealistic the things they that they were claiming to be able to do to create this game because they they weren't able to do it. At the uh, end of the no, day. they couldn't do everything. Yeah. I think that they will though. I think they will be able yeah. to with like a next effort and stuff. And Maybe. I think that you have to you have to reach for the stars, Robbie. I know. You have to reach for the stars. You're never gonna get there. I know. It's just had a bad taste. <laughs> <laughs> for me right from the get-go um, be- just because of the price and I knew that they weren't likely going to be able to pull off exactly what they were claiming they were going to pull off but um, you can open your mind get past that now yeah, it's already out it of the bank account good. so yeah, <laughs> we can is. let the price yeah. go <laughs> it does look good uh, the, the we've looked at a little bit of the stuff maybe we should do an unboxing of this video or yeah. a video for this it'd be pretty cool because we haven't looked at everything um, but yeah, it does look good. Um, and I've heard a lot of people out there are happy with it too. So, uh, yeah, I'm curious about this one. Mm-hmm. We might put this one onto our, um, other table, uh, to, to like, uh, for games that would take, uh, campaigny games. Yeah. Campaigny, uh, style games. We I don't know why I said campaign. It's campaign games. Like that's... Yeah, it's a campaign. <laughs> Story driven <laughs> you know? narrative campaign yeah. game with campaign-y. a neat theme about, um, things actually going well on earth. Yeah. So I'm curious. I've heard good things. So... I'm, I'm going to reserve judgment <laughs> until the episode that we talk about right. that. You can reserve judgment. I'm excited. I am too. I really, I think it looks, I think it does look good. So yeah. um, hopefully it's worth what we paid. Um, it is. It will be. <laughs> I have a couple here I want to talk about. So we're going to talk about two each. Um, so the first one I want to talk about is a game that I didn't really know anything about until this past summer. We were on our way back from Calgary, uh, with a, a trip we took out there with the boys <laughs> and on our way back, we were listening to some shut up and sit down podcast episodes that had been um, piling up. And in that one, they talked about um, three ring circus from Devere. And this one, I just heard them talking about it and thought this was exactly a game I wanted to have because I like the circus theme mm-hmm. and Devere games. I really, really like. They are good. Like Everything I, yeah. they do. We they did an episode mm, a couple months back about like the Devere days. Devere day, I think. <laughs> <laughs> we did three yeah. different Devere games. We did the Red Cathedral, Luna Capital, and Bamboo. Bamboo. And yeah, this one this one falls in the same uh, box, box size, size <laughs> as so they have they have three kind of different box sizes that they like to use at Devere. One in the Red Cathedral size, one in the Luna Capital size, and one in the uh, Batoku size. So. That means nothing to you if you've never seen the games. The uh, the red cathedral size is kind of a, Small. a smaller rectangle, yeah. and then the re- uh, three ring circus or the um, Luna Capital is the same height as the smaller ones, but but, uh, but a square. Wide, yeah. It's a square, and then the uh, big ones like Batoku and Lacrimosa, those are just gigantor boxes. Regular same. regular game box. Oh, they're not like gigantic. T- Maybe they just seem gigantic no, compared no, to the next one. No, they're your, your standard, was, <laughs> typical ticket to ride size. Box. I was gonna say gigantic, like on Mars or the Weather Machine, but they're not. When no, I looked no, at no, it, no, I was no. like, "You got it wrong, nope. Emery." <laughs> don't, don't listen to her. <laughs> don't listen wrong. to me. They they have some standard game sizes and then two uh, a medium one and then a smaller one. But there's a lot in those boxes. Oh my goodness, yes. Yeah. So that's what they're really known for is how much game they pack into these boxes. So this one falls in that same size as Luna Capital. Uh, three ring circus and yeah just it looks awesome i they seem to like it on shut up and sit down and uh, i mean that doesn't mean uh, everything but i i tend to um align kind of align like. with uh most of the things that they like so let me um 
read you a little thing here on the back of this. It says, Three Ring Circus. Uh, players take on the role of a circus director who tours the United States at the end of the 19th century. Your objective is to hire artists and offer performances in various towns and cities with the intention of gaining fame. In towns, features are easy to set up and give you starting resources to upgrade your cast. Small cities are somewhat more demanding, but they allow you to come into contact with better artists. Audiences in big cities are even more demanding and want to see very specific numbers, but performing there brings you much more fame. On their turn, players will hire an artist or host a performance. At the beginning of the game, each player's circuses are empty, so it will be necessary to contract or contract to form the company. Uh, the artist cards grant more or fewer benefits depending on the order in which they act. So one of the keys to the game is planning the shows that will be offered. Fun. This sounds really fun, sound right? Fun. Yeah. Traveling around, putting on shows in, in various size cities, yeah. and then you have to have the things that are necessary to to meet the demands of those cities. It just sounds awesome. Uh, so one to four players, uh, designed by Remo Con- Conzadori and Fabio <laughs> Lapiano, and art by Idu Valls. Sounds really fun. And yeah, Devere circus theme, like especially the old school traveling circus yeah. theme, you know, like P.T. Barnum style yeah. stuff. Um, not that I like what they did with like animals and stuff, but it's like, I just like that old school, the old timey circus yeah. theme seems really fun to me. So yeah, yeah I'm excited for this one and uh, hopefully we'll play it soon. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. What else do you have to talk about? All right. I'm just, I'm so jazzed about these games today. Mm. today. Like, I'm so excited. The one she's about to talk about, she didn't know we had in the house until she sat down in the chair for, to, yes. for us to record. She's like, you got this? And I was like, oh man, if I'd known that you didn't know we got it, I would have wrapped it up for Christmas. Right. But, but I know about it, it now. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so it's a game that she's been wanting for a long oh, time. Oh, for by a the long way. time. Yeah. This is a 2017 game. Yeah. And... Ever since I learned that it was about time travel, mm-hmm. I was like, I need to play this game. And I've not, I've never played it. And that obviously, um, you guys have probably guessed, is Anachrony. Yep. I am so excited. She's been, she's mentioned Anachrony on this podcast several times. Yeah. And yeah, I, we finally have it. It's in my hand and it's heavy. I didn't know it was going to be mm-hmm. that heavy. And we have the basics. We don't have the, um, yeah, the, we have like the minis and stuff. Edition. I don't, I don't need that. I am so excited. Things I... I didn't fully know what this game was. I was sold as soon as I heard it was about time travel and that it was that people liked it. I was like, okay, I want to get this. Um, but just reading the back and looking into it and, and what it is and um, you can choose a path that like fits your play style. So that's oh, yeah. kind of cool. So it's like an asymmetrical, I'm assuming, not like player power, but I don't know. you can, they have different paths to victory. So you can like yeah. choose the way you want to play to get there, which I like. I've never played it. I really like that in games. Um, they have a, an entire world. You can like go in and like read about it. Um, I like worker placement. I'm just, oh, I'm just so excited that we finally have this and I can finally play it. And it's, uh, it's been a long time coming. And every time that I would go, I'm like, oh, Anachrony's in stock. It was never Anachrony. It was always an expansion. And I was always bummed every single time because yep. I'd be like, it's here. It's not here. It's nope. here. And then it wasn't. And it would just be that roller coaster. And now I'm on the high of the roller coaster. I'm so excited. So Anachrony, I want to get some of that in. I'm going to 
see if we can maybe source out some people around here who have played it so I don't have mm-hmm. to learn the rules myself because I feel like that would be mm-hmm. a big one to learn. So, which is totally fine. But with all the games we have to play or that we want to play, I should say. Yeah, we have so many. That if there is anybody around here who Kurt knows has it, the game. Plays it. Okay, so. Or has, yeah. Does he have it? Yeah, if well, he yeah. has it, why the heck haven't we played it? I don't know. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. man. Okay, a little bit disappointed yep. that I haven't played it yet, and he had it, and yep. he lives right there. He's the only one I know of that has it. Okay, but yep. he can come and teach it to us then. Yeah. <laughs> Problem solved. Um, I'm so excited. So that's uh, Anachrony. It's by David Turksey with Victor Peter and Richard Amon, um, and from Mind Clash Games. And I'm so excited to yeah, finally have this looks here. really good. And be able to play it. 2017? Yeah. 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 I remember Ryan... It's been a long time. Ryan was... Uh, telling me about it and like oh well, I, I had read about it and learned about it and then he was saying oh my gosh you haven't played it he was kind of shocked and yeah. he's like oh you're gonna love it i'm like i know i will i just need to play it <laughs> to be fair so. it's just been unavailable yeah like, i haven't been yeah, able to find so. it finally we found a copy yes okay what you got i got one more to talk about here and this one also comes from you guessed it devere <laughs> so um, now that you know the box sizes yep. this is the red cathedral and bamboo size box yeah, so the, the rectangle smaller rectangle this one is the brand new <laughs> one so the three ring circus came out in earlier this year uh white castle has just started just landing out. um in our area anyway yeah uh just over the last month or so and that's yeah the white castle so this one's like brand brand new from devere um and looks awesome as always it just uh caught my eye as soon as i saw a devere game i look at it saw the theme was cool um let me give a little read here it says the heron flies over the himeji sky while the daimyo from the top of the castle watches his servants move uh gardeners tend to the pond where the koi carp live warriors stand guard on the walls and courtiers crowd the gates mm-hmm. courtiers yeah uh, <laughs> Pining for an audience that brings them closer to the innermost circles of the court. When night falls, the lanterns are lit and the workers return to their clan. Um, it says here in White Castle, uh, or the White Castle is a Euro-style Euro game uh, with mechanics of resource management, worker placement, dice placement to carry out actions. During the game, over three rounds, players will tend or send members of their clan to tend to gardens, defend the castle, or progress up the social ladder of the nobility. At the end of the match, these will these will award players victory points in a variety of ways. So it just sounds, I don't know, just sounds cool. <laughs> it just <laughs> it's it, it makes me think of Red Cathedral sort yeah. of, um, and it's it looks similar in ways. There's I see there's dice out there to use. There's workers being placed all over the place. Little tracks here and there. It's that small box, like big yeah. game in a small box yeah. again. So uh, if it's anywhere near as close to as good as Red Cathedral, I'll be super yeah. happy. I like. I also liked Bamboo. I just wasn't super thrilled with the theme yeah. uh, overall, but the game was great. Yeah. And it's a huge game in a little <laughs> box. So yeah, really you, stoked on this one. You say Daimyo, and I'm thinking of the Ninja Turtles. Is that the Ninja Turtles 3? That, oh. like, and, <laughs> Ninja and, like, Turtles 3. Wouldn't it be sick if oh, they like no. threw in some Ninja Turtles in there? Yeah. <laughs> I know they didn't, but that'd be kind of fun. That movie is a sore (laughs) spot for me. That should have been... There was a different Ninja Turtles movie to be made, and they scrapped it for that silly 
thing they did with time travel <laughs> and whatever. And it's time the, travel, I like it. And the, the voice actors changed. <laughs> yeah. And the the actual was... models of the costumes were yeah, worse. Yeah, that and, part was disappointing. Oh, goodness. Aside... Let's set that aside. Yeah. Sorry, I brought it up. No, That's just what it made me think of. That movie, <laughs> but, so, ru- but rubbing a bad mood now. Yes, it did. Because <laughs> I love those first two, especially that first Ninja Turtles movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Wake Castle looks great. One to four players. Again, it says 80 minutes. Uh, alternate name. Oh, alternate names. Weird. Um, designed by Isra C and Shay S. Shay S. Shay. And artist Joan Gordier. Oh, man. I wish we actually knew all these people's names. Oh, I know. <laughs> but Such talented people. Yeah. Yeah, but that's uh, four awesome new games we have yeah. uh, that we are throwing into the collection here. Hopefully, we're playing a few. Well, certainly White Castle, Three Ring Circus, or 2023 games that we're going to try and get played. And so is obviously Earthborn Rangers. Yes. And Anachrony is going to kind of sit on that uh, pile of like opportunity i think yes for so we're going to try and get a few more like we only we don't have many weeks left here i know we have a lot of work to do to get out a whole bunch of episodes here before the end of the year especially like we have to do our our games of the year episodes and so forth so we have a lot of catching up to do uh in the next few weeks so we're going to try and pump out as many episodes as possible for you guys and uh, Anachrony won't be played uh, by the end of the year, I don't think. <laughs> maybe but, it might be played by the end of the year, especially uh, we'll when see. we like right after Christmas, maybe. Maybe. Or maybe in the. Yeah, we'll see. Either way, we have a whole bunch to talk about. We have a, a pretty awesome game we want to talk about in the crowdfunding segment. So let's head on over there right now. Alrighty then, here we are at our crowdfunding segment of the episode where we have a banger of a game to talk about. <laughs> this is one of my most anticipated games ever. I was going to say, you you better say ever because yeah. it's not even just not of just the year. Not just of next year, but like, of ever. Yeah. This is, so, um, this is the third game in a trilogy of games and we only have the first one because I heard that the second one is, is quite similar to the first. I mean, it wasn't really necessary. Um, that being said, I'll probably get it down the line. But what are we talking about? We're talking about Nemesis Retaliation. Uh, so we have the first Nemesis, and I yes. absolutely love that game. Um, and there was a, a Nemesis Lockdown, which was another standalone um, game in the same uh, vein as Nemesis, uh, but similar from what I've what I've uh, seen. Yeah. Whereas this one is, uh, I mean. Again, similar, but a total reverse in... Uh, similar in that you're fighting aliens. Yeah, but this one's a reverse in, in the storytelling. Yeah. So this this one is going to be as to aliens as Nemesis was to Alien. Where in the first Nemesis game, you are taking on... You're, you're a crew of kind of random people aboard a ship. And you get invaded by aliens onto your ship. And it's about like horror, trying to survive, trying to piece together weapons trying to do your best to deal with this horrific scenario right. that you find yourself in and try to escape and and that's it <laughs> really try to just escape and survive and there's also the traitor mechanic that's always involved there yes. where someone might be may or may not be working with you or against you um so that's a very similar um story to the first alien movie just trying to deal with this and just survive whereas this one is about that one of the characters that survived that first scenario from Nemesis and survived the scenario of Nemesis Lockdown, Lockdown. 
and is now joined up with the military and the Marines to go into the aliens' home world, habitat, planet, whatever you want to call it, and bring the fight to them. Oof. And this one just sounds so cool, um, where you are now taking on the role of like an actual Marine that is like loaded with weaponry and, you know, knows what they're doing rather than like trying to piece together a flamethrower with a spray paint can or whatever, yeah. right? So, um, yeah, I cannot wait for it. I cannot wait to see how this game plays because I've had, I think the best gaming experience I've ever had was with Nemesis. Okay. And so this one, I feel yeah, like you really like be, that game. Yeah, I feel like this one's going to be uh, everything else I'm looking for in Nemesis. Um, and I just can't wait. It's the 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 way it works, as I understand, is that you are going to be yeah playing as a marine. Yeah. And you are going to be dropped off at some sort of uh, landing zone, and then you're going into this uh, place that you think you know what what lays idea. lies beneath but it's different so when you get there you th all your schematics and everything work. go out the window yep. none of your computer imaging works for what's going on and you find yourself lost in this maze Will people never learn no they won't <sighs> <laughs> you find yourself lost in this maze uh trying to go down your whole idea is to go down there and eliminate these things yeah and then nothing you, get, you brought works yeah and apparently things start <laughs> to not work properly and you get down there and then you find that the aliens have evolved and they're changing and they're not the same ones that you fought on the on the ship uh years ago and that you find yourself again in a pretty horrific situation and you're trying to survive and kill these things. And I don't know exactly where the plot goes because I'm sure it changes as you play the game, much like yeah. the first Nemesis did, where you can change the trajectory of the ship and you can either get right. on, you know, all sorts of random things can happen here. So you kind of have play out the game probably differently every time you play it. And it just looks incredible. I cannot wait for it. And I, I yeah. just, yeah, I, I, I've never yeah, played a game as good as Nemesis, I don't think. And this one is going to be that that yin to the yang of the original Nemesis, where it's just a different experience, different um, story yeah. going on, different objective. And I love that there's still the trader mechanic involved here. And apparently they've added a, quite a few other things to this. But the trader mechanic always is great because you, you don't know if you can fully trust the team that you're yeah. going down there with. So if you needed that person to go over there and lock that door, and they say they went over and, and locked that door and you have to trust them or not... And you hope that they did. And then you can find out if they left the room. And then you find out that door's not locked and the aliens come through there. And then, oh, it's just like, crazy. How could you be a traitor in this scenario unless you're a robot? Yeah. Maybe there are robots. Maybe the traitor well, ends might, up being a robot. Be. Because, like. Also, like, corporate. The, so that's, like, part of the story in Aliens, right? Yeah, but Is you're that, still going to die. Well, they, they don't think they're going to. They think they're going to survive. Oh, but they're stupid. They <laughs> yes, yeah. It looks so, so good. And there's, um,. Yeah, and this one is it's just, yeah, it's just crowdfunding now. So this one, I assume we're going to see like next Christmas sort of thing. It's yeah. We'll see when this game comes. But um, it looks tremendous. And on top of that, the pledges look really yeah, good. they do. So um, for your instance, if you just wanted to get just the standee version, but basically the full experience of nemesis retaliation it's only 65 american yeah that's that's pretty banging 65 for, american for a game like this yeah i just said banging just like you did at the beginning yeah i never I've, i don't think i've ever said that it's so Sayed, true. i can't talk oh. if you wanted the miniature version of the same game yeah 109 american 
also really good. Really Anytime good. you're getting miniatures and, and things like mm-hmm. that. That's and that, really that good. also includes the stretch goal box, which yeah. is growing and growing and growing every day right now. This, yeah. this campaign is at a huge number. It yeah. was like you said, or you might not have mentioned it, but it, uh, it was off air. I think yeah. it, um, reached it in one minute, reached its goal in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, that's pretty funny, but yeah, it looks so, so good. I love all the, the different, um, characters you can be. There's guys in like mech suits and big yeah. rocket cannons and machine guns and, uh, just looks so, so good. And then you have the next pledge up, that's uh, the Nemesis Retaliation Collector's Pledge, and that yep. comes with the core box with the minis, the stretch goals, the terrain pack, acrylic pack, untold stories, number four, retaliation play mat, um, and and an art book. And that's yep. so that's a quite a lot of stuff, and that's for one eighty nine. And that's US. what we did. We we went. It with is that. what we did. Is that yes? Okay. That is what we did. <laughs> because I just feel like I want everything for this game. Um, and the, I mean the That's play valid. mat alone. I got Earthborn Rangers. Yeah, right. You can have Nemesis. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the play mat alone, you know, they're usually fifty bucks. Yeah. So like, you know, this one's gonna be uh, one hundred eighty nine American. What what was it Canadian? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, like so, let's say two fifty. Right. Yeah. Something like that. Um, that still seems pretty good when you have the game, like the miniature game, all the, ex- uh, all the, uh, unlocked content. Well, and you've got the, the options too. You've got the miniatures, you've got the standees, mm-hmm. so you can kind of play it how you want. If you want to set it somewhere else, then you can, you know, take a smaller box with you. Or, I don't yeah. You, and for this game, you want the minis, like just judging or from my experience, our experience, this game was awesome with the minis the minis looked really good it really added to the to the gameplay um it really brought the whole game to life um but that being said i'm sure that the uh standee version is nearly just about as fun so oh yeah i think the standees and and acrylic standees are super nice Mm -hmm. so they don't make a huge like they're awesome no so a lot of times i prefer but for me it was with this with aliens i think definitely the They'll be good. I the just are rocking, I just switched to Canadian so I can give those prices if you want. Okay, sure. So the Nemesis Retaliation Collector's Pledge, the one that has like everything in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was one eighty nine US. Yeah, it's two sixty one ninety nine. So two sixty two. Um, the core pledge, so sixty five, is ninety dollars and ten cents Canadian. Right. And the uh, Nemesis Retaliation Core Pledge Special Edition, so that has the minis, it was, um, what was it, 109 US? Yep. Is 151.10 Canadian. Okay. So, that, like, those are still great prices oh, for yeah. no. what you're getting. I think so. We, I mean, I haven't analyzed it per se, but, like, just off the top of my head, those prices seem really good. Well, just looking at ones we've looked recently that, mm. that haven't been like this, there have been other types of games that aren't typically... Ex- like pricey and they were sitting at like a hundred dollars yeah well, like for there's sure. nothing in here yep. you know like it's it's kind of crazy but you know it was something really cool that they've added to this game that i i just as soon as i saw it was like oh yes that's an extra element that they've added that makes this even more like like stressful is yeah that oh you, great each one of your characters has limited oxygen oh man yeah, it's those so, oh i just would have had a hard time breathing i yeah. can't i don't do well in those things like anytime I'm watching somebody underwater, I like stop breathing and I don't realize it for a while. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, <gasps> breathe, enemy. You're not underwater. Right? 
it says there's a little thing here about that the limited oxygen says there's no time to waste in this uh, facility life support systems are off and oxygen supplies are limited do you stock up sacrificing other precious resources or rush to learn uh to turn on the systems while risking your life you know things like that right yeah that's a good element i can't wait i think i'll be able to breathe during it so i'm fine (laughs) (laughs) so yeah they have one more pledge level Oh, the big one. The big one. So yeah. if you have not bought, purchased, gotten Nemesis, Nemesis at all, any of them, whether it's the original Nemesis, Nemesis Lockdown, or this one, mm-hmm. um, they have a Nemesis Trilogy pledge with miniatures. So what does that go for? That goes for, I don't have the US in front of me, so you can look that up, but the Canadian um, is Four seventy eight twenty four. Yep. Y- yes, Truth and be told, no. That's worth it, right? If yep. you if you've played this and you like it, um, or if you you if, know, if I didn't, if we already didn't have the original Nemesis, I would go for that pledge. You I just know. get all of it. Yeah, yeah. But. Um, but yeah, we don't need it, and yeah. So, but like, just under five hundred bucks. That's not for three big big games, and right? and not just like. These games, there's a lot of big games out there with all sorts of minis and blah, blah, blah that are like really cool looking. Is it like a bad thing? But no, but all there fun. are. There's games out there that are like a lot of uh, visually great, but not like... Good gameplay? Perhaps not a good gameplay. Yeah. Perhaps For, that's short. Fair. That's really Perhaps fair. whatever. Have some flaws, but this one has tons and tons of like cinematic, thematic, fun, crazy stuff that goes on for a few hours of your evening like and it's just like so worth it and it's like you're playing it's like you're playing you're, through the movie Aliens, yeah, right? right you're playing yeah. it, you can feel every minute of this while you're playing so yeah. like if you like thematic games this game has it in like scores and scores of of theme and and stress and just straight up awesome sci-fi fun. yeah so man that nemesis trilogy pledge that's been pledged over 1400 times yeah, I bet. Because people, yeah, like... They're the, like, ooh, the, I missed out on the, yeah. the other ones, right? That's really cool. It's cool to see that many mm-hmm. that have done that one. Yeah. So this one, Nemesis Retaliation from Awakened Realms. Yeah, this is, is highly, 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 highly anticipated for me in particular, and I'm sure you're really going to like it as well. Oh, yeah. I, I liked yeah. Uh, Nemesis as well, so I'm yeah. excited about this. I know, I just, I think it holds that special spot for you because how much you love Alien yeah, as oh, yeah. well. Um, it's it's the alien it's the it's the top of the league when it comes to actual alien the game or aliens the game but it's just not aliens they don't have the yeah right but this they they don't need it they don't need it to be xenomorphs they don't need it to be those characters ripley and so forth from the movies they don't need that they've made their own yeah thing here and it's it's tremendous yeah no, it's awesome. I I am looking forward to this too. Yep, so am I. So <laughs> that one uh, is on for another 10 days, I believe, as Close. of this recording. Close. Something like that. I'll get there. I'm on my phone. Uh, hey. 10 days left, yep. Oh, look at you. You nailed it. And uh, there are currently almost 25,000 backers, and we were backer 1,400. Oh, wow. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> you got, you got we in there, were there fast, hey? Real early. Yes. <laughs> So, uh, yep. <laughs> Hopefully everyone else is out there is as excited about this game as we are. Um, and we will be playing this in about a year's time. I yeah. imagine. So that's enough about Nemesis Retaliation. We have a review to do. Yeah. So we're going to head on over there right after this. 
Meeple's and Milkshakes is a great place for all sorts of gaming fun. They offer a stay and play library with over 500 games, yummy eats like delicious milkshakes, tasty treats, and scrumptious sandwiches all made in-house. And they host a board game meetup every Wednesday and Friday at 7 p.m. Not only does Meeple's and Milkshakes have a wide variety of games to purchase in store, they also have an extensive catalogue of games available online at meeples.ca. Their easy-to-navigate web store features new arrivals and restock sections, which are being constantly updated. Looking for the new hotness? Check out their pre-order pages. That's right, there are multiple pages of pre-orders with hundreds of titles to choose from. Oh yeah, they also ship across Canada. Check out Meeples and Milkshakes and their friendly, knowledgeable staff in person at 130 Westminster Avenue West in Penticton, BC, or online at meeples.ca. Alrighty then, here we are at our final segment of the episode where we are going to do another Meeple Dungeon Review. And what are we reviewing today, Anna-Marie? We are reviewing Last Light. Uh, this one is designed by Roy Canaday mm -hmm. and published by Gray Fox Games. Gray Fox Games. Games yeah. Yes. Uh, super excited to play this game. Yeah. So this one was highly, highly anticipated on both our lists uh, for the yeah, of our top most anticipated games yes. of 2023. This one was, I think, mine first and maybe your second no, or something. I, I think it was my first, Maybe they're too. both first. Yeah. Either way, super highly... Um, Anticipated remember, by both there. of us. Uh, this one, it, it's been advertised as a 4X space opera game that you can play in roughly an hour. Yes. That's the whole thing about this game. And, you know, Roy Kennedy being a space um, game board lover. game yeah. lover, uh, put all of his, you know, thoughts and, uh, and ideas into a space game. So it seems yeah. like it should be a bit of a home run, right? Yeah. But the whole thing was, how do you get a game like that into an hour? Yes. That was the thing. So we played it and we're going to tell you about that. Yeah. So last light, billions of years in the future, when most of the stars have died, only rare white dwarfs remain. The Last Light in the Universe. Mm -hmm. So Last Light is a fast-paced 4X game with simultaneous turns for two to four players. Take on the roles of alien factions racing to control the last light in the universe. Research technologies, mine and trade resources, build ships and extractors, and harvest light to get ahead of your competitors. The first player to collect 20 light wins the game. Okay, yeah. So that that uh, that tells you what it's all about. You are trying to get light, and the first to get twenty light is the winner of the game. Well, that triggers the end of the game, yes. and then we'll see uh, who has the most light by the end of the game. But yeah, so this if anyone's played um, Eclipse or um, Ti uh, Four or whatever Twilight Imperium, yeah, Ti anything, yeah. Um, <laughs> kind of. Uh, understands what we're talking about here, space opera style game, but compacted down into a one hour kind of time frame. So that 4X, explore, exploit, expand. And exterminate. And exterminate. <laughs> <laughs> I never remember all four of those things. That's we why I always it. say, I always just go 4X and so I don't have to stumble sitting yeah. there. What's the fourth one? But um, yeah, so that is what was attempted here. Um, so we're going to tell you how this uh, game works. There is a main game board, uh, which is about a, about a two by two kind of square board with yep. um, a whole bunch of lines on it, kind of uh, showing different places you can uh, move to different areas of the board. And then there's two circle boards that are going to be attached to the middle of that kind of like rondelles 
yeah. um, or lazy Susans that go onto the middle of the board. And depending on your player count, you will flip these to different sides uh, cool. because they, they're broken up differently into right. different areas that you can go to. But depending on your player um, count, that's you, you flip it over or whatever when you put it together. Because this doesn't go into the box like this. No. Um, and they made it nice and easy for you to take it apart and put it back together um, without having to... Uh, wreck the board wreck and it, stuff. Yeah. yeah. So you flip it and you put this board together however uh, the setup tells you to. And then you're going to take a um, alien race. Um, so there's a lot of them. So we have the, uh, we have the uh, regular last light and we also have like the, uh, what's it called? The expansion. The expansion box. I forget what it's actually called. Can't even see it infinity. in here. Infinity. That's it. The infinity uh, expansion. Which adds a whole bunch uh, more uh, alien races, and there's you can play uh, with more people, more players because the, the the regular game box just plays up to four, right? Um, but yeah, so we we've used a whole bunch of the different alien races, and they're so you take one of those, you kind of what I've done is just shuffled up a whole bunch of them, handed out four or five to everybody, and they can pick whichever one they want. Yeah, and each one of them just has a uh, a single um, asymmetric thing that it can do. So. Um, I'm not going to explain what those are, but they, they, there's some that make you move faster yeah. or do this better than that. Or, or when you're attacked to do this. Or yeah, right. So that, that's the kind of idea. So once you've got your alien race with your single kind of um, ability ability that you can do, you're also going to take a player board and it's kind of a cardboard thing that uh, it, it represents kind of your ship making abilities. Yeah, your Basically, you're going to upgrade yeah. them and things on this player board. Then you're going to take a, a bag of the ships of your color, whatever one you were wanting to play with. I'm always red. <laughs> um, so I take the red and then you take a deck of, uh, uh, you, you have a starting hand of cards. Yeah. Then these cards are what are, is going to be the bulk of your game is these cards. So you take, uh, the red colored cards and take those over to, with your red ships. And they're all the same, regardless yep, of what all the color same, you are. You all have the same starting hand. Yep. And then you're also going to have a graveyard card that you're going to have on your, uh, beside your player board, which represents when you shoot other people's ships, you put them there and you're going to end up getting points by, um, or uh, gain light, depending on how many, uh, ships you destroy, putting right. them there. And then you're also going to have this little, uh, deck of cards, there's about four or five of them that are kind of like, um, mid game or end game sco scoring sort of things mm -hmm. that you can, uh, you're going to select one of them and you're going to keep that beside you. And you're just going to, uh, flip it over and use it and gain the light that it tells you about, once you have completed that kind of secret objective. Right. And that's kind of the setup. So on the board itself, again, for the different player counts, you're, there's going to be different starting spots. There's going to be different uh, areas altogether. Uh, there's going to be asteroids placed on the board to put you uh, representing areas that you can or can't go to. Not not that you can go to, but the areas that you can't go to. Right. So they, they block off certain spots different uh, depending on player count. And then you're going to have a starting disc representing your kind of home um, ship sort of thing, uh, where you're going to use that as your kind of spawn spot for your ships and so forth. And then there's a whole bunch of planets that you're going to lay out, uh, depending on the setup, of all sorts of different colors. And on the, there's, they have the... Um, like a standee. Yeah. So they have a base to them and a stick with a peg. And then you put the planet, like almost like a giant marble on top of that peg. And then you are also going to seed out these little kind of half moon um, sized uh, tokens that are going to go face down, depending on your setup 
onto the bases of these planets. And these represent the stuff that you're going to find on those planets when you go into an area with that planet. And they're all going to be face down so nobody knows where anything is. And um, I think that's kind of the way it starts. You're also going to start um, at your home uh, disc with a extractor on board. And then you're... And one they, of your little ships? And one or two of your... I think it's one little ship. Yeah. Uh, doesn't really matter. And then... Um, and then you're going to pick a starting player, maybe the first last person that went to space or something yeah. like that. And <laughs> Nobody gets to play this game yeah. unless you're an astronaut. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and then, yeah, the game kind of begins with um, your your cards. Your cards are everything. So on this on in this game, on your turn, everyone's just going to pick a card from their hand. And there's six of them. And these are the only cards you're going to have. There's other cards you can gain that are going to upgrade your ships and upgrade you, like, in general. But your actual playing cards are only these six, and that's it. Yep. And you're going to select one of those cards. And I'm going to give you a brief kind of rundown on what these ones are. There's one called the Construct card that allows you to build ships or build extractors. And the ships um, have a cost... Uh, to play or to build them and you're going to gain those resources as you move through the game and there are these three different colored resources there's kind of a clear one a purple one and an orange one yes. and those ones represent just different levels of resource so the yeah. orange ones are worth the most yeah and you're going to gain those by going to planets and then also using your extractors and the extractors are these little um things. extract resources <laughs> yeah that literally pull resources <laughs> off of planets and things like that when you play a different card yes but you can build extractors using this card you can play one of them anywhere that you have a ship um that isn't in contention so you so and i could play it on a world where i have a ship nearby this world and mm -hmm. you don't i could i could build an extractor there using this card for free right and now on another turn i'm going to be able to play a card to fire up those extractors and actually get resources from that planet depending what is found on that planet and on that little like semicircle mm -hmm. that you put on there it's going to show That's what going to dictate show what resource yes. is available for you to get because you as you there. exactly that as you move into an area with a ship you're going to flip over that little half moon token that or with a planet. planet? You said ship, but move planet, into an area yeah. with a planet that has it has been undiscovered. It's still got its face down, half moon little thing. You're gonna flip that over. And you're gonna see what you're gonna get. You're gonna get uh, generally always something instantly. Maybe a light. Maybe a resource. Right. Maybe something. Mm -hmm. And then there's going to be which is represented kind of in a gray corner. Um, but then the everything in the black area on the uh, the token is going to be stuff that you could get a. Re every time you use your extractor in that area. So that's the stuff you'll be able to collect every turn that you play that uh, other card. So yeah, the construct card, you're going to play, or you're going to build ships for a cost once you've got resources to build them. And there's three different ones. There's a little one, big one, and a really big one. <laughs> and, little uh, one, medium one, and yeah. big one. <laughs> or and, I like the big and bigger. Yeah, and they all have uh, on your really player big. board, they have kind of base uh, movement and, and abilities that they can do, but you are going to be able to upgrade those. So the other cards you can do, um, so if you were to play Construct, that's what you can do. If you play, uh, well, I'll leave that one for the end because that will be confusing. So, How about Command? That is the one that is um, movement. So you can move uh, all of your ships up to their speed, which is, again, uh, dictated by your player board. And it tells you all your ships can move one spot. So that's over one line, right, on the board. You can move from this area to that area. Or if you've upgraded those ships, where you will be able to do that later, 
they can move up to whatever their new speed is. Right. And then you can also attack on that card. So if I move into an area with your ships, I'm going to be able to attack those ships and I can use uh, a certain amount of dice to roll those. And again, those are dictated. It's very similar to Eclipse if anyone's played this game. Yeah. Um, I assume that a lot of people have. You're going to be rolling dice to to um, shoot your opponent. So, however, there's no defending in this game. It's yeah. all just, if I move into your spot and I move in there first, and I so I get to sh- shoot at you first. And if I blow up all your ships, that's too bad, even if you played the same card. So this is the one card in the game that ev- that everyone has to do in player order because command moving and shooting is in player order because all the other cards are simultaneous because they usually don't interfere right. with each other's um, turn because it just doesn't. Yeah. The moving and the shooting does, but the, all the other ones you can just do as you, as you want. Um, so, uh, yeah, that, that one can be a little confusing, but you have to just make sure that you know who is the first player and you have to let that person do the moving and shooting first and then second player and third player and fourth player so on to do that. But all the other cards are simultaneous and that's what allows this game to move quickly. Yeah. So if everyone played a command card all in the same turn, then it would be kind of a slow round. But yeah. if everyone else, if, if I, me and you play command and those two don't, well, those two can go ahead and do whatever they were going to do. And then me and you do the, yeah. the, the command in turn order. Um, and then there's also mining. So this is the card that allows you to fire up your um, extractors. extractors. Yeah. So everywhere that you have an extractor laid down, you're going to gain the resources from that planet. And it's simple as that. You're also going to have extractors on your little home disk that are going to get you some basic. Yeah. So even if you well. don't get to put a bunch out on the board, you're you're always going to have those ones on your yeah. home base. And you always get there, some resource. Yeah. And that's as simple as that card is. That's all you're going to do on your turn is just use your extractors. And then there's the trade card, which allows you to gain um, two of four options where you can just straight up gain just a basic resource if you'd like or you can trade two basic resources for a purple resource or two purples for an orange or two orange for a light yes and you can do any of these two options uh twice or you, you pick two you pick two of you those pick two of the options. <laughs> but then the funny thing with this card is also then you also have to choose somebody else at the table that gets a basic resource yes so it's um that's the hard part of the card yeah. so you're just like it's uh, always hard you always find out who has the least amount of things and you give it to them yeah Basically, that's how the trade card works. There's also research, and this is the one that allows you to gain um, upgrades and so forth. Um, you're also going to, there's a little trickiness to it where you're going to gain light for every four text that you have in play, but that only comes into play once you've actually once you've done got a some bunch cards. of, of yeah. building of, of uh, technology. Um, and then, yeah, you're going to basically choose cards from a deck and you're going to uh, add them to your um, player board. Yeah. So on your player board, there's there's places that you can upgrade three different ways there are um ship abilities there's ship mods and then there's a different card they're called uh, civilization cards so the ship abilities will allow you to physically change something that your ship does and those go like and there's there's a green spot because the ship ability cards are green the ship mod cards are orange and they kind of slide into different areas. Right. But I have one right in front of me here called um, the planning and you may exhaust this card uh, to return an action card to your hand. So I am able to use that card on, on my turn if I roll a dice during an attack that allows me to trigger that card. 
So they're all they all work in a whole bunch of different ways, and that's just an ability that that ship now has, which could be super cool because you could yeah. end up picking up your command card again. Yes, which is crazy strong. But um, there's the the mods work a little differently. Those are the ones that actually change physically your ship to be faster, shoot right. shoot harder, shoot farther, uh, have more shields, and so forth. And those are orange ones, and those ones tuck underneath uh, your board in a certain spot. Yeah. And then you have civilization cards, as I said before, which are, uh, they don't get attached to your player board. They actually just sit beside it and they just give you a general ability of some sort. This one, um, allows you to discard this card from play to gain an additional light, uh, for each of your ships gathering light from the white dwarf star. <laughs> so this one is a, we're going to come back controversial to card. card that, uh, that was a very interesting one when it came up, but that's the kind of thing that it does. It's just like an ability that sits there and, and waits for you. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll talk about that card later. I'm going to put that right there. Yeah. And then your final card you have is the refresh card. So refresh. as you play these cards down onto the board, you're not going to be able to play them again. So you have to run through your whole hand until you are forced to play your refresh card. Or unless you want to play your refresh early. Or unless you do. But so that's, there's strategy in doing that. But generally speaking, or especially early on in the game, you're going to be playing all of your cards out yep. and then you're going to play your refresh card down and you're going to get all your cards back yep. into your hand. Um, the way the refresh cards work is they, they are going to trigger um, the end of a round. So not until everybody at the table has played the refresh card onto the table does the round, the current round end. And you can signify that by, um, you pick up, when you play the refresh card, you pick up all the cards back into your hand except the refresh yeah, card. so you leave it on the table. The refresh card's going to stay there until everybody's played the refresh card and then that triggers the end of the round and at yep. that point... Um, then you all pick up your refresh cards. So yes. that just stops one person from refresh, 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 doing yes. the same actions over and over again. Yep. Um, but yeah. And then it triggers the end of the round and there's some stuff that happens at the end of the round. There's um, basically uh, light is given out for certain people in certain areas. And then the cool thing that's going to happen is the board is going to turn. Yeah. And there's the, remember there's two circle circular boards on top of the big square board. You're going to turn the, the, the top square the top, the, the top small one moves the inner one, yep. moves 90 degrees yep. to the right. And there's some symbols you have to line up for yeah. them. And it'll say, okay, every time you turn, you have to move this symbol and make sure it lines up with the next symbol of this type. And then you're going to move the bottom one. Uh, what was it? 180, I think. No, no. Was... Or is it 90 again? Is no, it 90 no, no. and 90? Because they both move different. Yeah. So, okay, no, the inner ring rotates 90 degrees. The outer ring rotates 45, 45. degrees. 45, yeah. So well, you're going to have the inner ring spinning quite fast, the outer ring spinning slower, but then it's going to move where you are in, on according to the board. Like yeah, it's going to change your, the board where your state. player pieces are. Yeah. So it's going to constantly, every time there's an end of the round, the, the board is going to change your position. So now all your ships are now over there, closer to them and further away from this and move that over there and so forth. With these spinning rings, it just, it's super neat how yeah. that works. Is very cool. Yeah, and then you're going to see if it's also uh, cool because it just shows how like planets orbiting. Yeah, right. They're orbiting very cool, the center. Uh, very cool concept. Yeah, they orbit there. around the that white the dwarf. white dwarf in the middle. It's super cool, neat effect. Um, and then you're going to check to see if there's any um, uh, if the game is over. If has anyone achieved twenty light or more, and then you you do a few things that way. Uh, if not, then you're passing the first player token to the next person, and you're going to start the next round. Uh, with whatever cards you were going to have in your hand. And 
that's basically how this game works. There's a few other things on the on the board. There are these um, deep space tokens that are going to be scattered around the board as well. And they're basically just bonus tokens. If you move into that space, you can flip it over and you're going to automatically get what's on the other side of that. Yeah. It could be a technology for free. It could be a new ship for free. It could be a light. It could be a light. It could be a resource. Yeah. So things like that. And you're going to do this thing over and over again, playing out your cards, doing one thing on your turn, just one card, and do whatever it says on that card. Everyone simultaneously, unless it's the uh, movement card, command card. Um, and then you have to do things a little, uh, you have to be In careful order, yeah. about how you do it and make sure that the player order is done properly. Um, but other than that, you just constantly play a card, do a thing, play a card, do a thing. Everyone all at the same time. Get to the end of the round, spin things around, see if someone's triggered the end, and just keep going until someone has. <laughs> yeah. So, I think that generally um, describes how this works. Yep. I think. I think um, so. When you are, when you, I don't know if I mentioned when you shoot a, a player's ship, you bring it over to oh, your we didn't graveyard. Yeah. Um, and as you collect uh, cards in the or ships into the graveyard you're going to end up getting light for having x amount yeah, of for every four ships so once you get four ships in a graveyard you give the ships back to their um yeah. their player and then you get one light, light yeah for every four ships yeah um and that's how this game works so yeah. um let's go back and revisit the theme does the theme lend well to last light yes of course it does. Like the board, <laughs> the everything on the board. It's space, 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 the, space. You're doing spaceships. Like the, the actions you're doing are just all related to like what you're yep. doing. Like it, it, 100% the theme hits on all For sure. on all levels here. Yeah, the theme is excellent. Uh, the theme is trying to get light and trying to save your species, right? Like I'm trying to save my whatever crazy alien beast. i guess that didn't come through so much for me it, oh, i was exactly i was more like that just that one part though like i was just trying to do everything to one? get light which yeah, is the whole the, point of the game and you want the light to save your yes your your group your alien species because they're going to take it and use it for themselves yeah well, and, and it's going to allow their species to live on to thrive yeah yeah to live on more for however long and then yeah. the other ones are going to be well, you just get to decide how to how to do it. Yeah, but um, but the but, theme yeah. is great. The you're, theme is really you're fighting good. tooth and nail for light, and uh, you're on a small board. It feels like an absolute war zone. Yeah, uh, you're constantly in each other's face and it beside fills up each fast, other, it which fills is up. which is cool. The board yeah. is you're you're orbiting around that that star, and you are constantly switching positions and ending up where you you weren't hoping to be, and yeah. now you're really close to them. And yeah, so the theme is great. The alien races are great. Um, yeah, it's awesome. You're trying to get light and that's it. Yeah. At, at all costs. Um, so the, uh, let's talk artwork. I love it. Awesome artwork. So good. The board is very pretty. So are we components too, or just art? I would do components after, okay. but, uh, the, the artwork is great. Um, there has got to be, I don't know how many alien species here. Lots. Like yeah. 30? 
Maybe? Yeah. I think the, the main base game comes with 15, but I think... And I think I took the other ones out of the Out of the box, expansion, so yeah. There, there's got to be, like, seriously 30 of them. Yeah. Um, and they're all really nicely drawn. On the back... Oh, they're all uh, vibrant. The colors are yeah. just so bright. I love it. On the back, there's a huge paragraph for Talking each one about, of them about flavor yeah. on who they are and where they come from and what motivates them. Um, you can use that when you're when you're looking at the theme as well. Um, yeah, artwork is great. The cover art of the box is stunning. Yeah. The, and it's that same, um, artwork is, is mimicked on the board. So there's like that, I forget what that effect is called where there's black and then there's flat black on top of it that shines through when you, when you look at it from different angles. Yeah. Either way, it's like very pretty, very, very pretty. It's got like geometric designs on it. Mm -hmm. Almost like you're doing math. (laughs) You're, (laughs) you're mathing your way to the, to the dwarf, Uh, the dying it's White gorgeous. Um, it's so, nice. like you said, components, awesome. So good. Holy moly. All these little planets are basically like marbles. Yeah, they look like marbles. Um, and they're it's so cool. Different colors. Yeah. And the colors have and, meaning in the game as mm-hmm. well. And you put these out at random, which is cool. So when they when it tells you to set up the game, it says put out a, put a planet here, a planet there, a planet there, a planet there. But you can pick from any of them. Yeah. Put them. The only one that has to be where it is is the white dwarf in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> Pardon me. But um, the rest are completely up to you where you want to put them. And those things, that's really cool because the uh, those kind of endgame scoring cards that you pick at the beginning mm-hmm. generally have to do with which planets and what color those planets are. There's yeah. like red, blue, green, uh, yellow, um, and then mixtures of all of those. Yep. And like, uh, so when you pick a, a card, it'll say, be in control of four planets with green. Yeah. Right. And if there's not planet four planets with green on the board, well, there will be. But you know what I mean. Yeah. Um. The the less green on the board, maybe you probably don't want to go with that end of game scoring card. Yeah. Like if there's generally a ton of blue out there, you might want to go with that one, right? Well, and which ones are close to you? Which ones can you get too quickly? And yeah, right. There's lots yeah. of cool strategy with that. But yeah, the components are great. The planets are so awesome. Yeah, they're very um, very awesome yeah they're very cool so so awesome and the the ships are great they're very much like in the same realm of eclipse um feel very similar the dice are awesome the dice are so good they have uh yeah they're black dice with black uh, and white white like etching like white Mm -hmm. on top and um so they stand out really nicely yep and they're just cool designs that they've chosen for so nice for yeah what the different symbols mean and Mm -hmm. yeah very nice dice. The light tokens are really nice. They're um, clear. Yeah. Um, they almost yeah. They're they're clear, but with cool little uh, Design designs mimicking similar to the board and the artwork. Mimicking math. Math, yeah. <laughs> and then there's the uh, little um, resource canisters. They're pretty cool. Yeah. Um, they look like vials. Yeah, almost they look, like yeah. just um, almost like a cryo. Yeah, like a cryopod. Like a cryopod, yeah. And actually, you know what? They do seem very similar to uh, the pods from Cryo. Cryo. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So, yeah, they're little colored pods with, or uh, gray po- pods with different colored uh, insides of the glass. They look really cool. Um, yeah, that's about it. I mean, the little tokens are tokens and yeah, so forth. Little... The board itself is nice. The board is cool. Like that component, that rotating play, uh, board. The sliding board is, is, super, is super cool. Nice and And they have... Um, They've laid it out really nicely. So when they say, you know, you move the inner circle 90 degrees, they have spots exactly where you line up yep. with 90 degrees. And then when you move the outer circle 45 degrees, 
they have symbols lined up exactly mm-hmm. to where you need to move it. So there's no guesswork involved. Nope. Um, and it's, yeah, it's They're great. Asteroids yeah. are cool too. Yeah. Um, what a neat concept, a neat idea for just a good way to show rem- what places yeah. you can't go they're to. They're reminders of, of blocking off spots. If in a yeah. two player game, like there's a lot of blocked spots and yeah. they just give you, there's this big fat gray Rock. stone <laughs> sitting there where yeah. it's like, Oh, okay. Obviously I, right i can't go in there there's that asteroid there so that was it's nice rather than having maybe a token that you might forget like oh i moved in there i can't move in there yeah. i forgot the tokens there no there's a big asteroid sitting there so that's great um cards are good yeah regular old card stock the player board's good uh yeah the tokens are fine yeah it's it's Components, great they're good they're great so the rule book i learned this one you did i did uh pretty simple uh, it's a very simple game. It, I thought it was more, um, I thought it was going to be more complex. Complex. So I was, it was happy for me to, when I was learning it, be like, oh, actually it's just these six cards and I just, yeah. and then they all just tell you exactly what they need to do on every card. And you know, it's, there's only one card out there that we have to really pay attention to mm-hmm. that if multiple people play it and yeah, so the rule book was easy, easy to learn. Um, simple game. And, but a lot happening, yeah. <laughs> you know, especially simultaneously. It's like, oh man, I, I'm doing my turn. And, and then I look up and I see like, you've done, oh, now she's got extractor there and three more ships over there. But I didn't do that. I did a, I did a, a trade action. So I was just getting resources on my mm-hmm. turn. Now she's got all these ships all over the place and stuff. So it's really cool that way. Um, yeah. The, the book was great. Yeah. So that comes down to. Uh, whether we recommend this game and if we do, who for? Yes. I recommend this game. <laughs> so this this game did do what it set out to do. It yeah. is a big 4X game in a one roughly one hour um, time frame. Yeah, one, one and a half. Yeah, I would say 90 minutes is your long game. Yeah. Uh, but not, 60 minutes is 100% uh, doable. Yes. Especially if there's some big nasty cards that come out that end this game quickly. But <laughs> we'll talk about that in a minute. But yeah, so this game did achieve what it said. Yeah. Its selling point was that it was, you get that experience of Eclipse or TI, not, you know. I like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to jump in because I like that it says you get the experience of playing those games. I don't think, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think he was coming out saying it's going to like take over those games. Oh, no, games. no, no. It's, it's an just, alternative. It's just an alternative to say, hey, no. you want to play a space opera? but you don't have a lot of time, mm-hmm. play this and you'll get that. You'll yeah. scratch the itch at least until you want to get that, totally. get that bigger game out. And I do feel that it does that. Cause a game of Eclipse on average will be more than double the amount of time yeah. that we play this. Um, and TI even more so than yes. that. So depending on your time and uh, the group of your, people your you're people, playing with too, this one's a simpler game yeah. than those games. Um, so it's, 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 this could be a great starting jumping point for mm-hmm. if people, if you want to get people into playing like bigger, those for types sure. of games, like this could be a great one. Like, Hey, let's play this. If you like this theme, if you like the way this kind of plays, yep. then after a little while we can jump into like eclipse and then hundred you know? percent. I think you bang, you nailed it on the head is that this is a great game in two different ways. This is a great game for people that are intimidated by games like Eclipse and TI4. Um, so if you want to introduce that style of yeah. game in a, uh, in a simpler, um, quicker way, and then maybe they'll want to move on and, uh, and take the dive into those bigger games down the line. 
Um, or people that are love those style games but are aching for something that would be faster so that they don't always have to do four hours yeah. or more, you know, in and an get evening. it played more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I could see it both ways. Definitely. Um, so, the, so there's one thing with this game. We've played it in a bunch of times in a several different uh, player counts. Mm-hmm. Two player is not the, uh, the game for, for me. No. Nope. Um, it was fine, but not nearly as great as the three four player games. And I think that just also compares with the type of game it is. If yeah, you're playing it, just... if you're playing a 4X game, you're not generally playing no. with two people. No. Like it's no. it's there those games are always better yeah. the more people you have. 100%. Like they just having a board just like colorful with like a bunch of players yep. and you're fighting for stuff like that's the point of the game and they're so yes, like it was it playable at two? Yeah. Playable, but was it, but was it more enjoy- enjoyable with more? Yes. Yeah, and but at the same rate, I just wouldn't play this at two. Yes. There's a, a hundred other games I'd rather play a two player. Um, yeah. So I I do not recommend this at game two player. at two. So if this is if it's just you and your spouse and you want this and Try it out and first. no one else is gonna <laughs> be playing this, not recommended. I mean, try it I guess, but it's just they, what they do in a two player game is they kind of add this third faction that kind of is out there that you can kind of gain control of if you have uh the least amount of light and then lose control of if you have more light than your component and it just it's just not it's just the experience you're looking for it's really hard to play an area control game it is with two people yeah it's it's playable but it's not i don't recommend it i highly recommend it at three four players i've we have not gone beyond that into this craziness which could be five to oh, eight man. players i'm super excited i think it's gonna be amazing <laughs> I at the, oh i do i, really I think it's know. gonna be great so I we haven't <laughs> to be fair we have not done that that uh, i'm hoping yet. to do that um usually around christmas time we have a day where we just get to play with a whole yeah, bunch of people do, yeah. and i'm hoping to pull this out there with um and get like a whatever we can like eight player game of it yep. or something just just to see how it compares time wise because i think it's still going to be around that shorter time period yep. time frame and um i think it's going to be awesome having more mm-hmm. more players but anyways but yes i agree i think it is better with more players oh for sure this um, is three or more player game is what this is yeah um three and four is great five and beyond no idea <laughs> probably two, good. two can't recommend it um but there's a few other things we want to talk about this game so there's the um the tech cards we we're talking about earlier where there's um you can upgrade your ships and for, so forth, or the civilization cards, like that one I mentioned about doubling of the light. It's funny that that's the one you read. I don't know if that was intentional or no, not. No, it was just sitting here <laughs> beside me. So we've, we, in one of our games, this came, this card came up by surprise. One we of the earlier games. Yeah, one of our earlier games. Yeah. Um, and this game, or this card had came up by surprise, and um, it was it, it felt like a broken card. We know now that that's not it's the not. case. It's not, yeah. Um, because now that you know that this card exists, it it, it basically broke that single game of ours because we didn't know that a card of such power existed. Because when you think about this game, you're trying to get to 20 light, right? Yeah. And if you if you finish a round when everyone's uh, done their refresh card and you have a whole bunch of ships near the, the middle. Like by in the, the middle, dwarf, by, by the white dwarf, yeah. Um, you're going to get a light per ship that, yeah. you, that you have there. And that's a huge score. So if you let someone do that 
they're going to get maybe even a quarter of their points. Say they put in five ships yeah. into there at the end, for the end of the round. They're going to get like five, probably five light or more of that for that round, yeah. depending. And then a card like this comes up where that the, they play it down and they double. They double the, the amount, amount of, of light. light so that get. game nearly ended on that turn. Yeah. And we hadn't even really got going. No. You know, we felt like, okay, we're about maybe halfway through this game. And it had been like half an hour, 35, 40 minutes maybe. And um, and all of a sudden he played this card and it was just like, boom, like, oh, uh, we're triggering the end of the game. I like think next he got, round. Our, our buddy got to 18 and I was at seven. Yeah. And like, I think I was at like, five or something. <laughs> and we're like, holy. So we were able to um, stop that we were able to go two on one and try to uh, and handcuff him I, from being able to finish the game. I was close to have like before that card was he got that card. I was moving my guys like trying to get them in yeah. there because I'm like, oh, he's amassing too many ships yeah. in there. So I was already on my way there. I had built up big ships that I did the next round, like totally wiped him out of there. Yeah, yep. um, but I was trying to get there sooner. But then because he had that card, it was uh you know, it was fine. It just, he yep. got a lot, but, um, yeah, it was, you just at have the to time stay on it was top like, of it. Holy, yeah. like, wow. Um, but now that we understand how the game works and to not let people just go into the middle and, and, and clog it up and gain a whole bunch of points and that this card yeah exists, that this is out there, you have to account for that. So chances of that card coming up with somebody having five ships in the middle is not like it's very unlikely, but yeah. it's good for everyone to know that this card yes. does exist. So if you're playing this game, there's a card out there called gather and it's a civilization card. There's only one of them in the deck and it can end the game in an instant. Is there only one? There's only one. Okay. Yeah. I've looked through it. There's only one. Okay. As far as I can tell. And, um, yeah. So be, uh, be on the lookout for that card. But just know it exists, right? Like, and, yep. and and I think it does, knowing that card is there, it actually, it's, I really like that card because it, it makes you, if you're timid and you don't want to, you know, you can't be timid in this game. You have nope. to go and fight it. You have to go get, you know, get rid of them and the exterminate part of the game, right? You have to get rid of the ships. Otherwise they're going to get all the light and you're not going to have a chance. Yep. Um, like, so it helps to move the game and keep it within that one hour one and a half hour kind of time that's frame thing, and that's right? things like that keep this game short whereas a 4x game is typically like three to five to eight to yep. 12 hours depending on which game you're playing right so it's um that that type of card helps keep this game uh, at a good pace it did going that, quickly that card single-handedly made this game finish in i think a hair under an hour yeah so like there you go you got a 4x game in an hour yeah as advertised and and even with that card like i think you were only too light behind the way we yeah. were able to stop yeah and stop him for at least another round or two yeah we were able we to knew, stop the blood we knew we were gonna lose but we're like oh, okay well how close can we, can get? we get a little closer than and, five and we yeah. and you did at yeah. least yeah, I got right up there. We yeah. were able to make it happen. But yeah, that card does exist. So uh, keep that in the back of your mind yeah. when you're playing this. Um, but yeah, no. We really recommend this game yeah. for anybody that loves space opera, particularly wants something uh, that is in a smaller time frame than yep. the Eclipses and TIs of the world. This is that game. Um, yep. It's great. It's so fun. Two player. Can't recommend it though. Yeah. <laughs> um, but other than that, have fun. This one's a good one. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, it's pretty. It's yeah, colorful. It's space. Yep. Roy, it's... you uh, nailed it. 
definitely uh, for a first design like holy moly i gotta say it definitely lived up to what i was hoping for because with him loving and being so passionate about um space yep uh i i just i felt like this was gonna be a good game and you oh, definitely yeah. definitely yep. delivered highly anticipated it. So, and well done roy well done that game is awesome absolutely so last light great game well last light check it out from gray fox games roy Kennedy. we are gonna run um so you can find us on x at meeple dungeon uh our email is the g uh the gmail the gmail <laughs> the meeple dungeon at gmail.com you can find us also on youtube where there is a last light unboxing video on there you want to see all the yeah bits and pieces. i think i bumped the camera quite a bit in that one yeah <laughs> sorry but there is a video on there if you want to check out what it looks like you can also see all our pictures on x but that's it we're gonna run and we will see you next week cheers have a great week everyone bye bye